0: Welcome to the Mordcast, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Before I get started, I'd like to tell you about Blanchard Family Wines. I've been reading for uh, Blanchard in oh, for a while now, and you would all know where they're located at this point. Between 18th and 19th and Blake and & Wazee in lower downtown Denver, Colorado. A couple blocks away from Coors Field, in the middle of the dairy block. Uh, they like to call it the activated alley of the Dairy Block, but it's the Dairy Block folks. Um, the They are, like every business here in Denver due to COVID, they need your help. They need Mortcast slash CSG slash uh, uh, Gen X Music Show slash Gen X Movie Show uh, listeners to... Uh, Help them out, like any local business here in Denver. Uh, it's time to help them out. I mean, we're restricted, um, but they're hanging on by a thread. And the best way you can help them is by going to bfwdenver.com dot com and either book a uh, virtual wine tasting, which great for Thanksgiving, you know, or a great Christmas present. Give it to give it to a friend of yours that look. This is how much I care about you. This is a virtual wine tasting. They send you a package of uh, wines to taste and pair up with. And it's just, it's a great time. They are insanely popular. And go to bfwdenver.com and kind of just book your your, uh, event today because they go fast. Um, But they also, you can buy wines there. Or if you're really one of those, you know, if you happen to be downtown during the day, Last call is, I think, 8 o'clock now. Um, capacity is only 25%. Go to bfwdenver.com. See if they have outside tables while the weather is still tolerable in Denver. So you can sit outside and enjoy yourself a, a nice glass of wine with a, a friend or with a, a family member, which I think you have are restricted to members of your own household. Um, right now, businesses need you. And Blanchard Family Wines is one of them. I'm, I've am proudly been... Uh, and by the way, I don't get paid for uh, talking about Blanchard. I did it because I and that's how much I enjoyed going in there uh, June of 2019. And I've been hooked ever since. You will be too. They got Reds. They got Whites. They got Cabernet. They got Pinot. And uh, you'll really, really enjoy it. Go to bfwdenver.com. Uh, they are on Facebook and Instagram under Blanche Family Wines. Once again, they're located between 18th and 19th in Blake and in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. When you go in or when you talk to them, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. I'm, of course, here with Jeff Morton. Right. Uh, Nuggets had a bad night. Let's Let's not sugarcoat this, folks. Uh, first night of free agency. Started the new league year. Four oh one Mountain Time. Um, Jeremy Grant goes to the Detroit Pistons for three three years, sixty million dollars. Mason Plumlee goes to the Detroit Pistons for twenty five million. Three years, twenty five million. I believe they give eighty five million to backup backups in Denver, and the Nuggets are left with a giant on the margins whole, that took them from being a potentially great team to just merely a very good team. And that was catastrophic in a Western conference that keeps getting better and better and better. In the large sense, the Nuggets were restricted to the margins. They were uh, up against it with a cap, really restricted to uh, the MLE, and the BAE, and for outside free agents, and being able to have Bird rights to sign their own players in free agency. Now, the, I'm going to kind of go over an overview of the events of this, this last week to give you an idea of how things have gone so sideways for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, it started with Milwaukee as first was as soon as they lifted the moratorium on trades. Um, Milwaukee backed a dump truck full of picks up to, uh, New Orleans Pelicans, uh, GM David Griffin's door. By the way, uh, David Griffin, for those of Nuggets historians, you may remember this. He interviewed to be the, uh, Nuggets GM before Masai Ujiri was hired, uh, Little connection right there. Um, <laughs> the Nuggets uh, were blindsided by what, what Milwaukee did, and I'll be honest with you: the entire league was blindsided by what Milwaukee did. They vastly, vastly overpaid for uh, Drew Holiday, who's a good player, um, but they played—they paid borderline great player price to get him there because of their own desperation to keep Giannis Antetokounmpo, which, let me be honest here, is a variable that you cannot account for going into any sort of off-season preparation. You can't account for the team being that desperate. And Milwaukee showed their desperation. And obviously it got them, Drew Holiday. They tried to get Bogdan Bogdanovich and it didn't work. Um, It's just, none of it's good uh, for the Nuggets because they really had been linked to and had been talking about Drew Holiday for ages. Fast forward to the draft. Nuggets actually did a good job in the draft. Uh, The draft is the draft. I am not a big fan of it. The Nuggets very much are. But I think there's a law of diminishing returns for teams that are in win-now mode to constantly be churning in young players. I said this on one of the podcasts, but it kind of of artificially lowers your ceiling because you're constantly developing uh, key players. And these two... Uh, Zeke Nagy and RJ Hampton were not expected to be key players this year. But it was a good night. I mean, those uh, those, are, particularly Hampton, is a high upside player, guard. Um, Someone whose stock fell because he went to the NBL, the Australian League, and struggled. And his stock fell to the late late first round when it was projected to be a lottery guy. He was projected to be a lottery pick this year, and it fell because he struggled. Well, the Nuggets scooped him up, and uh, we're counting on their ability to develop, and, you know, this is how the Nuggets, that's how they do. That's how the Nuggets do these. Good draft. 401, November 20th, 2020. Thing, people should have known that things were going to go awry when it wasn't immediately announced that the Denver Nuggets had signed Jeremy Grant. When I didn't see, I gave it a half hour. When I didn't see it, I texted a guy in the league I know, and I'm like, that's a bad sign for the Nuggets. And fast forward a little more, you get to 501 Mountain Time. Nothing. 6.01 Mountain Time, nothing. 7.01 Mountain Time, nothing. Nearly 8 o'clock Mountain Time, it is announced that, or maybe I think it was a little after 8, that uh, Jeremy Grant was signing with the Detroit Pistons. After Mason Plumlee had already signed with the Detroit Pistons uh, for three years, Jeremy Grant signs for three years, $60 million. Later, it comes out that the Nuggets were matched the deal, and Grant chose to leave because he wanted an expanded role. He wanted to be able to be a guy. He wanted to be the, not maybe the guy, but he wanted his role on offense and more to be expanded. Something simply the Nuggets weren't able to do. Were not able to do, provide Jeremy Grant that. Through a collision of circumstances that has left the Nuggets and Nuggets fans reeling big time. The Nuggets went from potentially improving themselves to be a top echelon Western Conference team to a team that took a step back on the margins, which is the margin other than, you know, of course losing a superstar. That is the margin, if you're a good team or a very good team, you cannot afford to lose on the margins. And very much because of his time in the bubble, because of what he was able to do again, guarding Kawhi Leonard and other key players, Jeremy Grant showed his value to what the Nuggets are trying to do with that next step. And it displayed how the Nuggets can't afford to lose players like that, key players, because of how uniquely built they are. And I'm not going to sugarcoat this for you Nuggets fans. The Nuggets are not, even with them signing Jamichael Green, right? who is more of a traditional power forward. Nuggets are just papering over the fact that they, are, <laughs> they took a gigantic blow. And it will not be easy for them to solve. After I read for DraftKings, I'm going to tell you about my theory as to why the Nuggets are having a hard time improving, and I will give you my solution to their problem, but it may take a while. First, I'd like to tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I've been reading for them since May. Um... They have, along with every other gambling outfit in Colorado, exploded even during the pandemic. Uh, It's remarkable what people will do with disposable income. And and people, believe it or not, if you are gainfully employed or if you uh, are able to go on savings, obviously people aren't injecting it into the economy as we have discussed with uh, the restaurants being in a precarious position. But people have overwhelmingly chosen to go with live sports betting. And really, as we've discussed with my friend, co-host Pat on the CSG Politics and a partner on the Gen X Music Show, um, he really likes the live betting. And more and more what I see is people loving that live betting with DraftKings. It is something that people really, really like. And, uh, you know, I don't bet myself. I don't gamble. But uh, I know a few friends who have gone that way with uh, the MHS promo code, and they really enjoy it. So, the uh, Week 10 of football is over. In fact, uh, tomorrow is when there are going to be uh, Week 11 starts, unfortunately, for Broncos fans. But uh, now it's time to review the tape. There's no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of Week 11, DraftKings is bringing back this can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head on over to the App Store now, because you won't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to earn a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 when using promo code MHS. DraftKings has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting, which I just talked about, to betting on your favorite players, they do it all. Don't worry if uh, football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all MMA fans who sign up now the chance to triple their winnings for any bet placed on UFC 255. Download top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up and to, to get $1,000. That's promo code MHS to get a deposit bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I'm not going to say it's a, an original sin for the Nuggets, but I do think there is a uh, way they ha- they may have chosen to proceed uh, through the off season. That has hampered them their ability to improve a bit. It's and, and this is just a theory based on people I've talked to in the league. My sense is that if Michael Porter Jr. was available, maybe some more trade options would be open to them as well. Look, no one's going to trade Michael Porter Jr. for Drew Holiday, right? It's just it's not it doesn't make sense. You're you're, tr- you're trading a you know, 20, what is he, 21, 22 right now, year old, high, um, uh, high, 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 high ceiling player for uh, Drew Holiday, who's in his 30s, um, and likely at the end of his career, but can help you now. Um, that's a hard decision to make, and I think most, most teams wouldn't make that deal particularly a city like Denver, which, as we have seen, has a hard time attracting free agents. The problem we we see, the problem we see, is that the fact that it was known to every team in the league that, that Porter was not going to be traded hampered the ability for other deals to be opened up. You get the sense that a lot of other teams in the league, probably, if, if Porter was available, may have offered up other things. Now, that doesn't make it, like, it doesn't make anything, it doesn't make, you know, look, it doesn't mean that the Nuggets were going to trade him. like. But it was known prior that the Nuggets had no interest in trading Michael Porter Jr. He was untouchable, like Nicole Jokic and Jamal Murray. Um, you understand why Jokic, Jokic and Murray are not available. Um, it's a little less so with Porter, but you, I, I personally wouldn't trade him. But here's the deal. If it's known that he's not available, you're left with Will Barton, you're left with Gary Harris. You're trading on the distant margins. You know, No one knows the health status of Will Barton right now. No one. Uh other than the Nuggets. And who knows how much that will hinder his ability to be traded. Gary Harris is always injured. He always goes misses twenty-five to thirty games a year with a lower body injury or, or a mid body injury. It's just it's Gary Harris. You're trying to trade pieces that are not your premium piece. You gotta give something to get something if you went that way. The Nuggets are at a point right now where hard decisions will need to be made. I don't anticipate anything happening. To be quite honest with you, the way the Nuggets are going forward is I anticip- fully anticipate them re-signing Paul Millsap because they can, because he's their own player. I fully anticipate them signing Tory Craig. And I fully anticipate there to be a long uh, denouement With this season, because that team as currently constructed is not as good as last year's team. The Nuggets are kind of stuck with run it back when they fully intended to improve. And that is the disappointment. How can they recover? I'll be quite honest with you. They got to be willing to listen to offers for MPJ. Not meaning they'll trade him. People don't, be, and don't run away from this podcast thinking I'm advocating this. But they got to make it known ava- uh, No. Because right now, the Nuggets are, don't have a lot of options. And we've seen how bad free agency goes for Denver. Everything they have to do is via trade. Everything. And as long as the Nuggets are stuck in the uh, uh, we-have-to-trade for people category that it's going to be very difficult to, for the nuggets to improve in a way that puts them at the top of the western conference as the nuggets are constructed right now with the loss of Jeremy Grant the nuggets are down a tier they are banking on Michael Porter Jr. let's forget bowl bowl all right bowl bowl is a long way away folks uh, there is some serious development that needs to be done on him. It's People are overbanking on Bull Bolt. Let's just remove him from the equation. It's all about Michael Porter Jr. right now. You told the league, and tangentially, you've told Michael Porter Jr. that he is so valuable he cannot be traded. Well, now the proof is in the pudding. The only way the Nuggets are going to be able to pull themselves out of this kind of semi-retreat that happened because they couldn't uh, keep retain Jeremy Grant and sign Drew Holiday. What they're going to have to do is hope to God Michael Porter Jr. turns into what everyone thinks he can be. It will be only his second full year. There's more time for him to do it, but you cannot look at this situation with the Nuggets and think that they've done anything right now but take a step back. It's God's honest truth. They may be, uh, this may be a year where they can't afford to see development, and a problem with, with teams such as Denver, when they're not a marquee destination, is that it's very hard to attract free agents in the NBA. The NBA is a lot different than other sports leagues, Right? Denver's just not a glamorous destination. We think it is cuz we like living here, but it ain't. And when you're finding out with the, when the Broncos are bad, teams don't want to players don't want to be here. Same thing in the NHL. It's hard for the Rockies to sign uh, free agents that, you know, matter. It is just it is what it is. It's not a reflection of Denver. It is like a, a lot of these there's, not, there's glamour associated with other places. It's just, it is what it is. So the Nuggets have to subsist on this diet of constantly developing and constantly looking for trades. And the problem with the Nuggets this year is they didn't, they, they didn't do either. And they ended up taking a step back. And now they are forced to really, really count on the development of Michael Porter Jr., and we all, as Nuggets fans, better hope we see what we all think we are going to see with Michael Porter Jr. It's known he's off the table. So if he's off the table, you got to treat him like the player that is untradeable. Period. In order to develop him, that's what you've got to do. Maybe make it known to him that, look... Uh, His development is key to our franchise taking another step. And part of that development is getting him consistent playing time. Consistent game-to-game playing time. That has to be it. That's the only way he will realize his potential and hopefully for the nugget's sake that's what happens. All right, well thank you all for joining me on the Latest Morecast. Yes, this was a little pessimistic. Maybe some developments will come down later in free agency that will perk everyone up a little, but as of right now, yeah, can't I can't preach sunshine and roses. Maybe in the future, not now. All right, thank you all for joining me on the Latest Morecast. I'll be talking to you later. Goodbye.